Hey, good morning and happy Saturday, everybody. The Great Michigan Weekend on the air for August 5th. Man, summer is just blazing by here. I know. <laughs> Won't be long before uh, we're talking about back to school. Oh, and then, Halloween. And then Halloween. <laughs> and everything and then comes... Yeah. But, uh, to take advantage of this great summer weather we've been having lately, Cam's going to be out on the water today, right? Yeah, yeah. My our buddy Renee Vitali and I and a couple friends are going to go out, hang out. I hope it gets sunny, but just just hanging out with him and getting outside is going to be great. So somebody has a boat. It's her uncle. Yeah, her Renee uncle. used to have a boat, but yeah, it's her uncle Vinny's boat. <laughs> Do you know what kind of boat it is? Is it a uh, pontoon or is it a I think cabin it's... cruiser? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I can't always, wait. Uh, always great to have uh, have a friend with a boat. Now, a piece of advice uh, that you may not have thought about. Make sure that you are wearing some kind of boat shoe, like a rubber-soled tennis mm-hmm. shoe or topsiders or something. When women show up at the marina wearing their platform high heels i know (laughs) (laughs) i've had that uh experience years ago where uh somebody almost fell in because Mm. uh you you can't get on and off a boat very easily unless you're uh, or barefoot you know that's always fine yeah yeah no i've got some you know old sturdy flip-flops and yeah, no, uh, no high heels today. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> if you're heading out today, we'll tell you more about the weather coming up and a lot of things going on downtown today that uh, you might have to navigate through the traffic. We'll run down that uh, list for you again. We, we mentioned it last week, but uh, today's the day for that. And here with an update on what's happening in sports today, our producer and our sports director on the great Michigan weekend, Dave Rieger is here with the update. Lots to talk about, buddy. Morning, Jim. Uh, We're going to start with your Tigers. Unfortunately, Tampa Bay Rays, they come into Comerica Park last night, and they shut out the Tigers 8 to nothing. That loss puts Detroit into a season-low 13 games under five hundred. they are now 48-61 and and eight games back of Minnesota in the AL Central. It's starting to get a little late in the season, Jim. We're past the trading deadline. The Lions were a little, or I should say the Tigers were a little bit, or were sellers at the trading deadline. And uh, I don't know, even in a bad AL Central, eight games back, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. It's it's still so iffy. You know, there's just not a lot of consistency. So, I mean, I'm rooting for them. I, you know feeling positive and uh, trying to be a good fan, but uh, it's it's tough to say. Yeah. It's really tough. Well, they'll continue uh, this afternoon, 110 at Comerica Park as part of that big congestion that you just talked about down in downtown Detroit with all the things going on. Uh, heading over to the NFL, the Lions, they're going to welcome the New York Giants Friday to Ford Field as their preseason kicks off. A lot of hype for the Detroit mm-hmm. Lions Jim. You were on the hype train for the Michigan Panthers. Are you on that same hype train for our Detroit Lions? No. No. Really? No. I'm I'm all for the Lions. I have uh, you know, a lot of uh a lot of reasons to 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 think that they're gonna do well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they, you know, they showed us last season that uh they've got a lot of talent. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, there were a few surprises last season, but I'll tell you, I, I think it's great that they sold out the season tickets. Yep, that's, yeah, that was but, that, man. Yeah, people around here are talking about it. I actually heard a TV sports guy say he thought they were going to win the Super Bowl. Wow, I did. I heard that too. Wow, wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's too much. Uh, you know, yeah, a lot of pressure crazy. on the team. I mean, yeah. I, and, a pressure on the team like you couldn't believe i mean it sometimes that's good you know you love to hear the right. fans are buying the tickets and everybody wants to go see the game and everybody's got lions fever but man when you start talking about the super bowl and we're barely into uh, you know summer training correct mm-hmm. well as you said the first time in the history of ford field season tickets sold out for the lions okay um, but you gotta have, you gotta understand that that's good for the team and certainly good for the owners yes (laughs) but it has absolutely zero effect on the team's ability to win a football game that's a valid point you make but i don't think a lot of people i think logic goes out the window when it comes to a fanatic like uh like the detroit sports fans out here so yeah it's Mm -hmm. it's almost as if oh they sold out the season tickets so they must be able to win the super bowl (laughs) exactly You you hear that you hear that noise in the background. You hear these Super Bowl tickets printing out in, at the practice facility in Allen Park. If you listen closely, you can hear the printer going. Yes. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, moving over to soccer, the U.S. Women's National Team. They're going to take on Sweden tomorrow morning, Jim. I know you'll be up early for this one, 5 a.m. to kick off the round of 16 in the 2023 World Cup. So now it's single elimination, no ties, no losing. You got to win as they go for their third straight World Cup. Some news in college football yesterday is the Big Ten added two more teams, Oregon and Washington. They're coming to the Big Ten. They joined the other two West Coast teams that already made the move from the Pac-12, UCLA and USC. So in 2024, Jim, the Big Ten will now have 18 teams. (laughs) So the Big Ten now is 18 teams. As you can see, TV contracts are changing the landscape of college football as we know it. Yeah, it's always about the money. So Right. So a lot of these rivalries that we all have loved in college football are going to be changing a little bit as we move to these super conferences now. It's going to be very interesting. And in what I would call sports slash entertainment, WWE SummerSlam invades (laughs) Ford Field tonight. It's the first time that the WWE has been at Ford Field since WrestleMania in 2007 and the first time SummerSlam has been in town since 1993, 45,000 fans are expected to be downtown at Ford Field. SummerSlam is one of WWE's big four events on its annual calendar, along with January's Royal Rumble, April's WrestleMania, and November's Survivor Series. Downtown is going to be hopping tonight. You've got Smokey Robinson at the Fox. You've got the Tigers at Comerica Park. You've got SummerSlam at Ford Field. And you would have had Madonna at LCA if she hadn't gotten sick and cancel and postponed uh, this tour date. There's more. Also, at the uh, next to the Fox, uh, the indie rock group Mount Joy is performing at the Fillmore. Oh my lord! A couple blocks away, musician Kebmo is at the Music Hall Center, and Dion Cole is at the Motor City Casino. Oh, so I guess I need some advice since I am headed down to SummerSlam tonight. Um, <laughs> what time do I get there, and where do I park? Well, since you're at the Fisher Building, I I would just start walking if I were you. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't even bother with the queue line. Just uh, get down start there early now. and just walk from the Fisher <laughs> Building to Ford Field. 
the queue line, uh, and, and Dave will be there, but that, that's great. And, and Dave, I, I, uh, very much appreciate the fact that you said sports slash entertainment. Oh, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was wondering how you were going to, uh, characterize right. the, the, the summer slam. Yeah. So it should be, uh, should be interesting. I have, uh, man, I haven't been to a rest. I, I went to a, God, it's been a while since I've been to a wrestling, uh, event. So this, uh, this should be interesting. Okay, well, have fun. That uh, I'm, I'm sh- the crowd's got to be great. Interesting. <laughs> Should be some good people watching. So you gave Cam mm-hmm. some advice on wearing special shoes to go on the boat. What advice would you give me on my attire for heading into Ford Field and SummerSlam tonight, Jim? I think you should be wearing uh tank top belly shirt <laughs> and uh, one of those Mexican wrestler leather hoods. Oh, the luchador mask. Yes. yes. I have one of those, actually. Yes. No, you don't. Yes, my brother brought me back a Denver Broncos luchador mask from his honeymoon in uh, in uh, Dominican Republic. So, yeah. Oh, that's oh, great. My God. That is great. Well, have a good time. Uh, the fans will be loving it. <laughs> you know they will. So, uh Hopefully, everybody will be cool and the traffic won't be that much of a problem. Coming up next, uh, this should be fun. Cam wanted to uh, discuss this, and I I think it's going to be a great conversation. Uh, Let me just put it this way. Uh, Regrets that uh, Gen X, Gen Y, and Gen Z are now starting to have. Mm -hmm. Give that some Mm -hmm. thought, and we'll be right back on the Great Michigan Weekend for Saturday here on News Talk 760 WJR. Hey, we're back, everybody. Welcome to the Great Michigan Weekend for Saturday. Hope you're doing well this morning. Imagine you're maybe on your second or third cup of coffee. I'm on number five. No way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> at a certain point, coffee uh, has no effect on me. I, I can drink coffee oh. at 10 o'clock at night. And stuff. Oh, really? Oh. My wife, however, if she has uh, a glass of tea with lunch. It keeps her up all night. So. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow. I only have one cup of tea in the morning. And then that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. No coffee. No coffee. Ugh. Wow. Good I like you. the flavor of like coffee, ice cream and stuff, but I don't like to drink it. Yeah. I don't it's know why. Acquired taste. It sure uh, is. <laughs> well, we mentioned there's a lot going on in town today. Smokey Robinson at the Fox, the WWE SummerSlam starring Dave Rieger at Fort Field. Uh, the Idlewild <laughs> Jazz and Blues Fest is going on this weekend, and up in Boyne City, it's the Pirate Festival. Black <laughs> the plank, matey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we were talking with Cam earlier in the week, and she mentioned something that uh, a lot of young people are starting to regret, or maybe they just don't get it yet. Mm-hmm. And our generation, as the uh, parents or grandparents, is, you know, our job is to try to talk some sense into them. And, and Cam will tell you what we're speaking of here. Yeah, it's tattoo regret. <laughs> um, my kids keep getting tattoos and they're 22, but they keep, it's like, it's like an obsession. They keep getting more and more. Uh, I read that 50% of millennials have at least one tattoo. Wow. And the, the, I know, 50%. And the Gen Zs are opting for the macro tattoos, which are the smaller ones, but in in an, a, a higher amount. My daughter has at least five macro five tattoos. Five tattoos? Five. And then my son has three, but they're large. So a lot of uh, TikTokers 
who are slightly older are warning, you know, their followers that if you get a tattoo, think about it long and hard before you even make the jump because you're going to regret it. And that's what our parents said to us. Um, I go to a, I go to a restaurant uh, quite frequently in Birmingham and one of the bartenders is the most stunning, beautiful woman I've ever seen. And she has tattoos all up her neck, all down her arm. Wow. It's almost like a suit. Yes. But like when when she gets to be, you know, 40 or 50, how lasering tattoos off is not easy. No, and it doesn't and it always smells. It doesn't always work. <laughs> it's right. And it smells like burning flesh. <laughs> Well, it but, is. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the the minimum age in Michigan to get a tattoo, there isn't one. So if you have your parents' consent, you can get a tattoo if you're ten <laughs> or eleven. <laughs> okay, that that seems like that borders on child abuse. Like some, I know, would be calling social services if they were dragging a toddler in and saying, you know, I want a Superman tattoo on its chest. Uh, right. Not good. right. Now your daughter your daughter has five. Are are they all hidden with clothing or are they right out there for everyone to see? She tries to hide them from me, <laughs> but I see them. She has um they're small like one there's a Van Gogh scene of uh, the uh Starry Night. Yeah. She's an artist. There's like a vine, there's like a butterfly. She got the vine in Italy. I'm like, "Kid, don't get a tattoo in a different country yeah. it's like they just don't think and she's a very smart girl but my son has this huge like all on his forearm this oh it's so nasty is it uh is it something that's like uh artistic or is it uh... it's a it's like yeah it's a cross but it's enormous and it's got like flowers and stuff or design mm. behind it the only I have... one i like I have a cross on my forearm. Do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've noticed that before. Yeah, I've had that for a long time. But yeah. mine looks like a jailhouse tat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it because uh, if I'm in a meeting with a bunch of uh, suits <laughs> and I roll up my sleeves, they, they kind of go, ooh, uh, oh, maybe, he, yeah. he, maybe he did some hard time. Let's uh, <laughs> let's, not, let's not make him mad. Um, I, yeah, I just think in like, you know, 30 years, my son's going to be like, what in the world? Yeah. He does. The only one I like, he has um, the twins birthday tattooed on his chest in Roman numerals. So I do kind of like that one, but his, not on his chest. His and his sister's birthdays? <laughs> yeah. Okay. In Roman numerals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah you got to be careful because as you do age, everything starts sagging. Uh, yep. I've got one here that you can't even <gasps> really make out. <laughs> And is it, it a... it's Lynn's name. Oh, is it? Okay. In yeah, a I can't, heart. I can't see. But okay. uh, yeah, as I've aged, it's faded. And it's also, <laughs> right. I mean, you can't even tell what it is. Right. You, you can't make it out. Then I yeah. have one up here, uh, uh, up, up by my uh, shoulder, that's pretty large. But that one's held up pretty well. It depends on where mm. you get it, you know. If yeah, it's, true. It's an area where you're going to be sagging. and uh... Right. When you see women, like it's almost like even in their wedding gowns, to me, it just ruins it. They yeah. want the tattoos to show. Yeah, but... they do. My wife watches that uh, Say Yes to the Dress. Yes, exactly. You'll, you'll see a woman come out, a young woman come out, and she's wearing a sleeveless gown that's cut low, and mm -hmm. it's Tattoo City all the mm -hmm. way around. Now, yeah. 
I know how um the uh the the thinking goes on a tattoo because because I went through it a couple times. You start thinking, okay, this is really me expressing myself. It's a sign of independence. Mm-hmm. Um and artistic. You know, yeah. It's a statement I want to make. But I've gotten the feeling over the last several years, and maybe you could speak to this, that kids kind of look at them now like it's a fashion accessory. Oh, and, yep. They sure do. Wow. And it's a badge of honor. You know, um, it's just weird. It's, it, it, you know, like with the macro tattoos, I mean, I have, probably haven't even seen half of them on my daughter, but my sons are out there, out there for dis- full display. So people will say, hey, that's a cool tattoo. Right. Wait until you're 60. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, of course, there's the uh, the running joke for a while that the um, what was commonly referred to as the tramp stamp uh-huh. <laughs> in the small of your back. That right. Oh. And they had all kinds of like Chinese characters and people, mm-hmm. you know, would say, what does that mean? And somebody would say, oh, it means inner peace. <laughs> and then other people would say, yeah, go ahead and look that up in a Chinese dictionary and find right. that, that it actually says chicken chow mein. You know, right? <laughs> no idea. Young. But uh, yeah, oh. if you know anybody who's really up there, you know, like a grandparent or something, and they have a tattoo, ask ask to see it. That might be a good way for you to discourage them. Right. You know, right? Yeah, there. Are, yeah, I, I just it can't like, and it keeps happening. <laughs> and then my daughter, I sat, sat next to her in, in the car yesterday, and I said, "Oh, another one, great!" It was a butterfly, and I lifted up her shirt, and she's just like, <laughs> you know, like they love them. I'll tell you something else that I see, and I, I, I don't understand it. Everybody's entitled to do what they want, but you see a lot of women who get tattoos on their legs. That you just uh, can't hide unless you're wearing right. pants. Uh, you I know, get it. something that goes all the way up the calf and up the yeah. knee, or or something on both thighs, or you know, uh, the front, you know, just above the knees, and yeah. uh, that's going to be there forever. And every time you go out, it's you know, unless you're wearing pants, like I said, it's it's going right. to be a thing. Yeah. Um, well, one, one thing. One thing I also can't stand, but I'm seeing less of is when guys put those spacers in their earlobes. Oh, yeah. It looks like a... Oh, like, is that? A checker or something, you know? It looks yeah, it's like, like a, a hole. Yeah, it's a yeah, disc. Yeah, it's like a big hole. Yeah, it's like a disc. Oh, what is that? Yeah, yeah. that is, uh, and, that and is what, out there. How, what happens when that heals or does it? You know, I don't you know have if to have it close up. Yeah. Do your kids have and, any uh, studs, like, uh, you know, a nose... Uh, diamond My son or... wears studs in his ears. <laughs> okay, like, well, really? Ears, that's one thing. Right. Right. But both ears. But no, my daughter doesn't have any, you know, weird, like, spikes okay. through her, her piercings, you know, chin. <laughs> well, so it's, it is going to be one of those things people are going to be dealing with. But, you know, mm-hmm. who knows? In another 20 years, they might come out with some new way of, uh, of uh, removing those tattoos, Not, yeah. hiding them. It's yeah. hard, hard to say. <laughs> All right. Tattoo regrets, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, think about it long and hard because it, uh-huh. uh, it's pretty much permanent. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we've got trivia coming up for you in a little while. We've got tickets for Darius Rucker. You may remember him as Hootie <laughs> from Hootie and the Blowfish. If you're a mm-hmm. country fan, you know, he's been a big star for, oh, for a long time. He's Love him. 
everybody loves Darius Rucker. We have tickets for that, and uh, we're going to be talking about some cool things going on around our state with a couple of interviews on today's program, so stay with us. In the meantime, you know, we're always talking about Hungry Howie's Pizza and our little Hungry Howie's Hero Contest where we ask you to write us and tell us about somebody who's done something kind of heroic, uh, you know, something nice, a random act of kindness, uh, some gesture that shows that somebody's thinking about you. If you have a story like that, just write us and tell us at Hero at WJR.com. Hero at WJR.com. Just tell us your story. It can be a couple of sentences. It can be a couple of pages. And then every week, we pick one winner in that person. And you, for nominating them, will each get a couple of pizzas from Hungry Howie's with one topping. So we'll do that a little later on the, in uh, today's program. I want to remind you about getting in on the Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week. And one of my heroes this week is the Chief Flavor Officer. That's right, the uh, CFO, Chief Flavor Officer at Hungry Howie's. Because this is a person who every day has to kind of sit there and obsess over the tastiest ingredients and what what new thing could they come up with. Recently, the CFO introduced the Sweet Honey Drizzle Pizza, which I didn't think I'd like. You know, I'm a pretty traditional pizza guy, but I'm telling you, this is awesome. Also, this was genius. The classic cup pepperoni and jalapeno pizza. Good stuff from Hungry Howie's. And, you know, you can get any of your two favorite toppings. Try a large one today. Just $12.99. Great weekend food. If you've got people coming over, kids going in the pool, get some Hungry Howie's and put a smile on everybody's face. And uh, think about that job. The chief flavor officer every hour of every day thinking of new ways to make a better pizza for you from the one and only Hungry Howie's. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you're doing well this weekend. Uh, so many things going on around the state. Over the next couple of days, you got the Lone Ranger Festival in Oxford, St. <laughs> Mary Milford Summer Fair, the 13th annual Buy Michigan Now Festival is happening in Northville, and Grand Rapids is having their Festival of the Arts. And here, a little closer to home, something we look forward to every year. It's always a lot of fun and uh, so well planned. It's the Armada Fair, and with us on the line to talk about it is Ken Demiglio. Hey, Kenny. Good morning. How are you? We're doing well. How are things going for the Armada Fair? Busy, busy. Getting ready. <clears throat> I can imagine. Now, uh, the dates on this, it's going to be August 14th, so that's coming up in a couple of Mondays, and it goes through the 20th. And uh, tell us what goes on. It's it's a usual fair with carnival rides and everything, um, but you have a lot of other things you guys add, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's based on uh, basically animals and uh, agriculture. But uh, over the years, you know, we we've uh, we've come up with a lot of fun things for uh, kids and and adults to do, and and uh, of course, you know, we have our nightly events and. There's something for everybody. Uh, you know, if you're into if you're into motors and cars and trucks and tractors, we got that for you. And if you're into animals and and competition, we have rodeo and horse pull and and uh, 
there's events all day long uh, where the kids show, and then we have the adult exhibitors show, you know, their their passionate uh, animals and whatever it is, whether it's horses or or beef cows or dairy cows or goats or you know something for everybody really. <clears throat> yeah, you know, Ken, I I I, I when uh, I think of family fun, I think nothing says that like a good old demolition derby. <laughs> that's awesome that's our biggest event actually um, i bet if you want if you want to see some some guys crash up their cars in the middle of an <laughs> arena uh get there early because uh the stands fill up yeah wow it, it is amazing and also uh we love the idea of a fair because you know there is something for everybody the kids love it um but also there's something about the food that they serve at a good old fair. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, all the the stuff that's that's fried up and uh, made by hand. It's it's just the best. It just makes everybody smile. Nothing says good health like a good <laughs> fair hot dog or a elephant ear. You know what I mean? Oh, elephant ears. I could thing. use an elephant ear right this minute. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds so good. All right. If, if you'd like more information, you can go to armadafair.org. This is the 151st Armada Fair? Yes, yes. Holy It's cow. been around longer than, than all of us, and, and, and hopefully, uh, God willing, it'll be here a long time after we're all gone. Boy, that uh, that really says a lot because you know things come and go, and people come up with ideas for activities to to highlight their city or their their county. But 151 years—that's something to be very proud of. And uh, uh, what are the 151 years of all volunteer uh, nonprofit? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the fair gives a you know. We we donate back to the community and and help those in need and and so it's not uh, just a a venue to make money, right? Um, it it does give back to the community and there's hundreds of people that uh, donate their time and and as you know time is short as you get older it goes by faster and it's harder to donate that time and people still step up and and it's really appreciated. I'm glad you mentioned that, Ken, because we, we've thought about that in the past, that all summer long, all over the state uh, and all over the country, there are people that, you know, volunteer their time. And it, it might be a, a, you know, a couple of weekends. It might be a few hours. But in some cases, they spend months planning and, you know, somebody's got to organize every little aspect of it so that when we go, all we think about is having fun. It's, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a cool thing. Sure, sure. All right. Well, we appreciate it, and we'll look forward to it. It's coming up, as I mentioned, August 14th. That's a Monday through Sunday, the 20th. Armadeaffair.org is the website. Ken, good luck to you. Get plenty of rest, because I know you're going to be working probably a a 48-hour straight. Happy anniversary, by the way. Happy anniversary, by the way. All right. Hey, thank you very much, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right, 8.42, we're going to take a break and come back. We do have tickets, as I mentioned, uh, for Darius Rucker in concert. We'll do a little Michigan trivia for you. And also coming up on the show, uh, (laughs) we're going to talk uh, to Cam about some new ways to 
catch a man and keep him. <laughs> Not that you... Are, that's on your agenda, right? Let's make that clear. <laughs> no, it's it's not like uh, this is a, a version of uh, the dating game, right? With, with Cam to catch Carmen. a man, <laughs> yeah, with Cam Carmen in the little chair there, with and the guys on the other side of the, <laughs> the partition. But it's interesting for all the women uh, who are single out there, and it's something that you might already be doing, but you need to really understand the effect it has on men. It's a pretty cool tip coming up when we continue on the Great Michigan Weekend here on News Talk 760 WJR. All right, here we go. A little uh, Michigan trivia for you on the Great Michigan Weekend. Uh, Win tickets to see Darius Rucker in concert August 10th at the Michigan Lottery Amphitheater, Freedom Hill. And uh, it's a pair of tickets valued at 100 bucks. You can always get your rules at WJR.com. And if you want to buy tickets, LiveNation.com and all Ticketmaster outlets. Here is your question. We were talking about roads in Michigan last week and how uh, sometimes it can be a little confusing because <laughs> the roads change names uh, for no apparent reason. Right. right. Uh, and it's the same road. And, you know, we talked about, for example, Six Mile turns into McNichols, mm-hmm. Eight Mile turns into Baseline and also mm-hmm. Bernier. Uh, 15 mile turns into maple mm-hmm. 16 mile road, 16 mile road is also known as big beaver. It's also known as Quarton. Mm-hmm. Then it has one more name. What is it? If you think, you know, 1-800-859-0WJR, that's 1-800-859-0957. Be the first uh, person with the correct answer. And you'll be on your way to see Darius Rucker. August 10th at the Michigan Lottery Amphitheater at Freedom Hill. All right. Uh, I thought this was an interesting story that uh, Lynn found this week. You know, there's this Hollywood strike, the mm-hmm. actor strike. And uh, one sector of the economy that seems to be making a real payday out of it, California, is the plastic surgeons. Because the actors are thinking, well, I'm not going to be going back to work for a while. This is a great time to get some work done. Yeah. And no one will notice because, you know, we'll be we'll be kind of off the radar for months. Mm -hmm. So the, the plastic surgeons out there say that they are booked seven days a week. Like into the into the nighttime hours doing surgeries at 10 o'clock at night because because there's such a huge demand and there's, there's really no resolution in sight on this uh, strike. Right. Is that men and women? Yeah. Do we assume? Yeah. Wow. Both, both the men and women calling up the doc saying, Hey, now's a good time. (laughs) And uh, they're making a fortune out there. Man, I wish that, that is brilliant actually. (laughs) Yeah. It is. Of, it's funny. Know. That strike is confusing. I don't think most of us understand what it's all about. Um, and I, I don't think there's a lot of sympathy uh, among I the, know. The I, and, and the big stars are saying it's for the actors that are trying to make it or the stagehands or the, the production crews. But I, I think those people uh, belong to a different union. 
especially the production crews. So I, you know, don't you make enough money? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> actors, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That is true. When you see somebody like uh, a big star on TV talking about it, Oh, it's not, a, it's not about the people making 20 million a movie. It's about the, the electrician or the carpenter. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't st- buy it. <laughs> still it's, it's hard to get a lot of sympathy, you know, among regular people. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially when you're talking, you know, in one moment you're talking about, well, we have to go on strike to make more money. And then in the, in the next 10 minutes, you're seeing a story that says the Barbie movie is on its way to making a billion dollars. Right. So right. it can't be both ways. Uh, this is sad news, too. And it seems like we're doing this every week. Another Hollywood star or somebody in the rock and roll world or a musician or someone has passed away, and uh, we heard that about Paul Rubens, mm-hmm. Pee Wee Herman. That was sad. Yeah, I know. And, you know, he had some legal trouble, but in later years, you know, he he still was entertaining. And, um, you know, we all, in, in our day, we remember Pee Wee's, what was it, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yep, Pee Wee's Big House or something? His yeah, Playhouse. it was so cute. Playhouse, yeah, yeah Pee Wee's Big House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he may have gone there too. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, but he was, I think he was 70. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he had, I think, I believe he had some kind of cancer. He didn't. It was a long battle. He never mm. talked about it. He never really did any uh, announcements or anything. And uh, it, it was really, I thought it was quite touching. He, he left a message on Facebook before he passed oh, saying really? uh, sorry i kept this a secret all these years but uh oh. i've had this uh, illness and uh you know it was a, a very very sweet kind of uh, parting statement but i agree with you i think he kind of rehabilitated himself mm-hmm. from that, that scandal many years ago at a theater in florida and then man talk about that was way before people were canceling people, but he got canceled big time. Yes, he did. He just took a downfall. Yeah, especially when you're doing a kids show. And yeah. You get into a scandal. It's always it's always really yeah. bad. But he came yeah. back and he did a number of things mm-hmm. where he was uh he was always in comedies, I think. Yeah. For the most part. But it was never it was never Pee Wee it was never Pee Wee Herman. Again, yeah. yeah right. He, he was playing somebody else. Uh, but he was in a bunch of TV shows. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he uh, survived the scandal. So, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, are you uh, you're familiar with this thing that's going on at concerts where people are throwing things at the stars? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did yeah, you hear we, about Cardi B? I did. She decided. Well, I'm gonna th- throw something back. She tossed a microphone. Yeah. She um, apparently some guy. It was a guy, apparently, who threw that drink up on stage and splashed her. Um, But she threw the mic at a woman. She didn't know who hit her. But the woman uh, filed a police complaint. Holy cow. Yeah. And I think it's been dropped since then. But, uh, yeah, she was. And she's already a a spark plug. (laughs) She's she's already, (laughs) you know, woo. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get into a uh, stadium no. fight with Cardi B. No. Uh, but how about this? This this shows you where we are. First of all, our culture has broken down to the point where now we're throwing stuff back and forth at stars. Mm-hmm. Somebody you pay, you know, $70 to go see perform, 
Mm-hmm. And then somehow you feel that you just have to throw a beverage at them. Right. Or your phone or piece of yeah. jewelry. Yeah. And and now, because that's been going on for a while, some of these stars are getting really ticked off and now they're they're throwing stuff back. So so we've got this, you know, something that would happen in a kindergarten classroom now happens mm-hmm. at these concerts. But it gets worse. The the story popped up this week. The microphone that Cardi B threw at that woman after she was splashed with a beverage is up for sale on eBay. Oh my gosh. Come (laughs) on. Now what's the bidding price? (laughs) I don't know what the price is. You can look it up, but the the money reportedly is going to go to charity. We'll we'll see if that actually uh, pans out, but uh, that's where we are today. That's unbelievable. Not, not a good thing to be proud of. But, uh, things are breaking down. Because you know where, where this is going to end up? Stars are going to start doing concerts live with, like, plexiglass. Plexiglass, yeah, yeah. You know, like you're, yeah. like you're going to the gas station at midnight, you know, and right. they want to get robbed. So they've got the, the plexiglass and, up. And then what's the point of seeing them in, you know, person if... If there's plexiglass, it's like watching them on TV. Yeah. I mean, that, all I, that intimacy, yeah, the uh, relationship the star has with, gonna the, happen. with the fans. Anyway, uh, some weird stuff. We have more uh, to talk about today in the Red Carpet Report. And also, we're going to be talking about some shows that we're watching. There's some um, there's some new shows out there that are kind of interesting. We turned Cam on to one. Yeah. She, she oh, yeah. I uh, am in love with it. Oh, my gosh. I can't yes. wait. We'll tell you more about that. <laughs> Meanwhile, we asked the question a couple minutes ago, what's another name for 16 Mile Road? We know uh, you can call it Quartin, and you can also call it Big Beaver, but on the east side, it's known as Metro Parkway. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just adds to the confusion. I know. <laughs> <laughs> if you get out at Woodward uh, and then start heading east, it's going gonna, it's gonna to freak you out. Anyway. Right. Janet from Livonia knew that it was Metro Parkway, so she's on her way to see Darius Rucker in concert August 10th at Michigan Lottery Amphitheater in Freedom Hill. Congratulations. We're going to do it again next hour. We'll have another question for you, so uh, stick around for that. And as far as the weather goes, if you're going out on the water like Cam, actually, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be too sunny, but that might be a good thing. You don't want to burn up. True. True. Yeah. As a two-time cancer, uh, skin cancer victim. <laughs> really? Survivor. That happened to you twice? Yeah. Well, the, yes. Nothing malignant, but yeah, one on my hand and now I have a permanent scar, Yikes. which is lovely and a constant reminder. So yeah. But you know, when I was younger, we put baby oil on and laid out in the sun yeah. years and years and years. So it's probably catching up to me. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I asked my, uh, my dermatologist about uh, spots on my hand. I said, "Is that uh, are those age spots or what they use? What they call liver spots?" And yeah. she said, "No, that's all sun damage." Oh, there's, there's really no such thing as liver spots or. It's, yeah, we, that reminds me of yeah, grandmas. Yeah, I'm not Granny Clampett. Uh, <laughs> not yet. <Dad. laughs> We're gonna take a break. We'll be back uh after the news and the weather and what's going on with traffic here on the great michigan weekend stay with us on wjr welcome back everybody hour number two of the great michigan weekend and so many things to do on this cloudy saturday but perfect temperatures great summer temps are in the uh, low 80s 
the Michigan Lighthouse Festival going on in Marquette. Oh, I love lighthouses. Yeah, people do. People really get into lighthouses. And mm-hmm. it it would you ever live in one? No, I don't think so. <laughs> but that I have be, stayed in one. There was a have? there's one up north that was a B and B. And um yeah, I have stayed there and went snowshoeing and it was it was a wow. good time. Yeah. Or is it uh, the typical like big cylinder lighthouse where where we're yeah, coming around? Mean, yeah, but the lower part, you know, like the house part, that's where the B and B was. But you could go up inside the spiral and wow. take pictures, and yeah, I was it was really cool. That sounds cool. All right, mm-hmm. you got uh, the Lighthouse Festival in Marquette. You got the Reptile Weekend at the Binder <laughs> Park Zoo in Battle Creek. Kalamazoo's having a rib fest, and it's the Blue Water Sand Fest in Port Huron. So. A lot of people are going to be out on the water today. Mm-hmm. Do, do you uh, do you know where you're going, water wise? I, I St. Clair, okay. Lake St. Clair, but I'm not sure which marina. Okay, um, it's either Jefferson or um, uh, Macray. But so if you're going sure out on Lake St. Clair, you are not going in a pontoon boat. You probably okay, gotcha. Some kind of cabin cruiser or yeah, maybe a yeah. sailboat or something. Right, um, or a luxury yacht. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did they tell you to bring your bathing suit? Well, I, yes, but I will not. I have not been in a bathing suit in five years. Okay. Because I was thinking if they, if they gave you a heads up and said, make sure you bring your suit, you might be headed over to Muscamute Bay where where they go swimming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's always fun. Yeah. But yeah, I don't swim and I don't, I know how, but I don't swim and I don't wear bathing suits. Okay. Well, (laughs) Put an inner tube out there and you can just sit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have trivia coming up for you this hour and some uh, really fun things to talk about. In the meantime, let's get to sports. Dave Rieger, our sports director and the producer of the Great Michigan Weekend, is here with our sports update. Morning, Jim. Morning, Cam. We're going to start out uh, with the Tigers. Tampa Bay Rays, they come into Comerica Park last night. They shut out the Tigers 8 to nothing. That loss puts Detroit into a season-low 13 games under 500. They are now 48-61, and 61, eight games back of Minnesota in the AL Central. The Tigers and Rays, they will tangle again this afternoon at 1 o'clock. Heading over to the NFL, Lions, they're going to welcome the New York Giants Friday to Ford Field as their preseason kicks off. The Giants will also be in earlier in Allen Park to do some joint practices this week. As the hype train begins for the Lions, as everything leads up to that Thursday night start at Arrowhead against the Chiefs, where the Lions will be on national television to kick off the NFL season as the Kansas City Chiefs raise their Super Bowl banner. Heading over to soccer, the U.S. women's national team, they're going to take on Sweden tomorrow morning, 5 a.m. to kick off the round of 16 in the 2023 World Cup. No more uh, ties, no more losses. It's win or go home as the women try to win their third straight Women's World Cup. Some news in college football yesterday. The Big Ten has added two teams yesterday, Oregon and Washington. They joined the other two West Coast teams that already made the move from the Pac-12, UCLA and USC. So in 2024, the Big Ten will now have 18 teams As you can see, TV contracts are changing the landscape of college football as we know it. Um, I don't know if you're for that or against that, being a college football fan, but uh, some of those great rivalries are now going to be gone as these super conferences continue to be formed. 
And in what I would call sports slash entertainment, WWE SummerSlam, they invade Ford Field tonight. It's the first time that the WWE has been at Ford Field since WrestleMania in 2007. And the first time SummerSlam has been in town since 1993. 45,000 fans are expected to be at the event tonight. SummerSlam is, yeah, 45,000. They're going to sell that place out. I mean, it's going to be insane. Uh, SummerSlam is one of WWE's big four events on its annual calendar, along with January's Royal Rumble, April's WrestleMania, and November's Survivor Series. Downtown is going to be busy tonight, Jim. You've got, let's see, Tigers, SummerSlam, um, Smokey Robinson at the Fox, Madonna was supposed to be at LCA. What else did you say was going on? There's something going on at the State Theater next door to the Fox. Oh yeah, there's there's um boy, I don't have the list in front of me, but there's uh, there's three other things besides what you yeah, mentioned. It's just so, uh, gonna it's be the perfect storm. It's down gonna there. be <laughs> insane. Um, yeah, parking will be at a premium. Uh, obviously tonight. I think Jim had said uh, in the first hour. Dave, just start walking from the Fisher Building right now, and uh, you might be able to make it. Be- you might be able to make it there in time. It'd but, probably uh, be easier than yeah. that. right. Yeah. And, and speaking of parking, what is the deal? I know that inflation has driven up the price of everything. You know, you go out for breakfast now. It's with two people. It's forty bucks. You know, mm-hmm. where breakfast used to be the cheapest meal. Wait, but you where have. where are you going to breakfast that it's forty bucks for two people? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, check it out. Oh just man, like, wow! Two regular breakfasts, you know, no yeah. no alcohol, just wow. uh, it's it's crazy. But uh, parking is ridiculous. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, you know they're gonna wow. gou- you know they're gonna gouge you because they can. You can't. They they have the they have the space, and there's nowhere else to park. So you'll pay forty fifty bucks to park. You know. Yeah. I, I was downtown for just a meeting. It wasn't even at a time when there were any events going on, and I couldn't find a place on the street, so I pulled into the parking garage. When I left, it said $25, please. <laughs> <laughs> there an hour. And you were thinking it might be 5 bucks. Yeah. And, uh, it's, just, it's unreal. It's unreal. Well, but, this yeah. is like we really should have invested in some land back in the day and just made parking <laughs> structures and just made parking lots because, uh, you know, when you have all these events that converge on downtown Detroit and downtown Detroit seems to be a more popular place for events these days. Uh, big events are coming. We've got the, the draft next year. We've got some, fi- mm-hmm. uh, some regional final four tournaments coming up. We got a lot of stuff coming up there. Everybody's got to be just like, Hotel room, yeah. hotels and parking. Mm. I mean, if you're in that business, you're doing mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And and apparently, where Jim goes to eat breakfast. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it's just everything's crazy now. Yeah. But you know, this explains a lot because there were there was a, a time there where a lot of the the big billionaires who own a lot of property downtown were being criticized for not developing some of their land. You know the. the it was yeah. a rundown building or right. something. Yeah. And then, then they would just bulldoze the thing and turn it into a parking lot. Yeah. People would say, Oh, that's that's not very innovative. That doesn't really well, now we know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're laughing all the way to the bank as Cam yeah. pays twenty five dollars mm-hmm. and um and for if, an hour. If, and I'm gonna need to get some uh get get my running shoes because it's gonna be a long walk <laughs> from the uh, Fisher building yeah. to Fort Field tonight for, for SummerSlam. <laughs> Grab one of those scooters that we see laying on. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, one of the e-bikes. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you're done, dump it over on the side. We always <laughs> no, 
what is that? Why <laughs> just can't you just leave it? Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. You'll you, you take it back to the charging station. They just leave it on the yeah. side of Woodward. Come on. Yeah. I wonder. I'm wondering how long. I'm wondering how early I would have to leave and how long it would take me to walk from the Fisher Building to Ford Field. Hour. You think so? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe an hour. Oh. Be a nice, health, nice, healthy walk, but uh, mm-hmm. wouldn't want to have to walk back. That's yeah. <laughs> That's a lot nice of nice healthy walk with the air quality uh, and the fires yeah. in Canada. Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. Get an Uber, Dave. Yeah, um, get an Uber. Uh, you know, you know what? You should tell tell you tell the bosses at WJR you're covering it for sports, and then maybe they'll get you a car. That's a good idea. Yeah, run, you know, say I'm going to file a report on Monday. You know, with Paul W. or Guy Gordon. Yeah, uh, so I'm I'm going to go down there. All right, uh, 9.15, it's the Great Michigan Weekend here for Saturday. Coming up next, we're going to uh, be talking about something else going on in town that uh, we're very excited about. We always talk about supporting the veterans. We know how uh, important the groups are that uh, support vets. And, boy, just about everybody feels uh, a responsibility to give back, to thank mm-hmm. people for the ultimate sacrifice and, and uh, help vets. There's something called Vet Fest, and we're going to tell you all about it coming up next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Well, we all know that Hungry Howie's is famous for flavor. Oh, so many delicious flavors in a Howie's pie. But, you know, there's actually a person at Hungry Howie's whose job it is to come up with these irresistible flavors. And, you know, you think about that. If you if you like to work in the kitchen, that'd be a fun job because you get to sit around and you say, okay, what, what would go do with the pizza? What new thing can we come up with that uh, people might like? And the newest from the chief flavor officer at Hungry Howie's is their latest master pizza. It's called the Bee Sting. It features sweet honey drizzle on top of it. And I'm telling you, I tried it. It's really good. And then they have their classic cup pepperoni and jalapenos. Any two of your favorite toppings, a large today will cost you just twenty nine. Uh, tw- I'm sorry, twelve ninety nine. A large pizza from Hungry Howie's just twelve ninety nine. Only at Hungry Howie's, good stuff. And on the weekend, you got people coming over, or uh, maybe you're going out, you know, doing something like Cam is, where you're visiting with some friends. You want to. Uh, work on uh, getting a little lunch before you go or an early dinner. Think about it. Hungry Howie's Pizza. And coming up later this hour, we will announce this week's Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week. Stay with us. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Lots to do this weekend. No reason to stay indoors. Get out there and have some fun. Marine City is having their maritime days. Top secret. A License to Spy exhibit is going on at Knowlton Museum in Port Huron. Midland is having their River Days, and up in Elk Rapids, it's Harbor Days. So, uh, boy, this is the time of year when there's a lot of things going on. And one of those things we want to put the spotlight on right now, there's a group called Vet Life, and they do the biggest veterans festival in Michigan every year called Vet Fest. John Parrish is on the line with us right now. Good morning, uh, Josh. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, thanks for having me on. Happy to have you here. We love what you guys do. Tell us what Vet Fest is all about, Josh Perrin, and how people can can help out. 
Yeah, Josh Parrish, uh, P-A-R-I-S-H. Um, so VetFest was really born, believe it or not, kitchen table. My wife and I, I'm an Army vet. She's a dependent. And we realized that a lot of veterans like myself struggled when we left the military, and we couldn't find the military benefits we were entitled to. So we decided to change that. And so we knew, hey, there's only two of us. How are we going to make the most meaningful impact? So we created uh, VetFest, completely free event for veterans and their families. Uh, we've connected tens of thousands of veterans over the last seven years. It's really just an amazing event. So, Josh, what goes on at said event? What do you guys do? I know you, you have a lot of camaraderie, but what else goes on? So the main crux of the event really is twofold to uh, – to bring back that social connection in the veteran community, and also, more importantly, connect veterans to their military benefits. And so here's the thing. A lot of veterans are very proud. They don't want to ask for the help. So we mm-hmm. include the family in the process. And so it's a very non-adversarial way. It's a completely free event. We have live bands, food trucks. We give away some pretty big prizes, a bunch of stuff for the kids. Uh, But more importantly, we have about 60 vetted resource providers there that just connect any and all veterans to every benefit they're entitled to. You know, it's it's amazing, Josh. I don't think uh, people realize these numbers. I was surprised to read this, that Michigan is home to almost 600,000 vets. Oh, wow. But the sad part about that is less than 18% of them have actually been connected to a federal benefit. So we hear this quite often that uh, vets just, they don't know where to go. They don't have the resources. They don't have the connections. And I know wonderful people like you and your wife and all the volunteers of Vet Life uh, make this kind of your your mission to help those folks out. But what do you think is the disconnect on this, Josh? Is it is it just, you know... Once, you know, you've served, we're happy to shake your hand and say thank you, but then you're on your own. What what seems to be the problem? So I think the real issue is when you leave the military, you're mandated. Uh, in the military, we call it voluntold. Um, you're mandated to uh, go through this program called TAPS. It's a transition program that's supposed to uh, educate you and connect you and help with the transition to civilian life. But a report came out recently that said that TAPS is failing about 70% of the veterans that it's designed to help. So you have a veteran that isn't educated on their benefits. Let's say you leave from Texas, Fort Hood, to Michigan. Uh, The federal government isn't designed to be able to help connect those dots in that specific state. And so that's why I think it's very important to have organizations like VetLife that are vetting these resource providers to ensure that they are providing the most up-to-date, reliable information and connecting the dots. And with your resources, uh, you know, I I noticed that you can also provide resources to the vets in a kind of a medical way because a lot of vets suffer from PTSD and don't know what to do, don't know where to go. Yeah, yeah. So we work very closely with, with vetted resource providers I'm a huge fan of alternative forms of therapy, and I really believe that social connection and bringing the veteran community back together actually helps improve mental health because a lot of veterans, 
a lot of veterans don't respond well to the traditional forms of therapy because in the military, you're told to be strong, you know, you know, just suck it up and move on. And so we take that into civilian life and we just don't ask for help. You know, I, I love the idea that you've got this organization going. Vet Life is, is the parent group here. That's the organization. Is there a way that those of us on the outside can uh, help out? Are there volunteer positions that are needed? Are there, do you take donations? How, how can the average civilian who feels very strongly about the, the commitment and the sacrifice folks have made and we want to help out, what can we do? Yeah, I appreciate you saying that because, uh, as I mentioned before, all of our events, and we do more than just Vet Fest, we address food insecurity, we sponsor veteran children for Christmas, we hand out turkey baskets, we do free football camps, and they're completely free to the veteran and their family. So if you want, as a civilian, and you want to support us, really making a tax-deductible donation on our website, www.vetlifetoday.org, would really help us out. Like I said, uh, on average, our vet fest events alone cost us around $50,000. We do fundraisers throughout the year, but we want to get as many veterans as we can at the event, and we just want them to be there and be happy and get connected to their benefits. So, yeah, really uh, making a, a donation would really go a long way. 100% of what you donate goes to the cause. Well, I'll tell you, uh, and we can have this conversation, Josh, uh, some other time off off the radio, but we have been looking for a long time here on our show, the Great Michigan Weekend, to partner up with a veterans group uh, in terms of, you know, getting the word out, getting some publicity, maybe uh, working with you guys on an event for, for next year or something. So we'll have that conversation because... We'd love to pitch in. I think so many people who uh, listen to this program and are around our age feel a strong affinity toward vets, but we also feel kind of helpless uh, and uninformed about it. You know, you know, what's the best thing to do? And then we hear these terrible, terrible numbers about veteran suicides. And, you know, we, we post the uh, suicide hotline number on our Facebook page, but that, just all seems to fall short so we'd we'd love to partner with you guys i it would be an absolute honor to be able to to do a, a you know a partnership because i think with your voice and our voice we'd be able to reach hundreds of thousands of veterans and quite honestly if you're just providing that little ray of hope to a veteran it means more than you can ever know well, great. Now, we want to remind everybody, Vet Life is hosting Vet Fest on Saturday, August 12th. So that's coming up, 11 to 3. It's at the Fowlerville Fairgrounds. And the big question that we didn't ask, Josh, is is the public invited or is this just for vets and families? This is this is earmarked for veterans and families specifically. Um, and you can register for the event on our social media at Vet Life Today. Or you can register on eventbrite.com. Now, last year, we had 3,200 people pass through the mm. gate. We wow. Expect around, we expect around 4,000 to attend this year. Wow. That That's is awesome. so great. All right. Well, we'll try to get the word out there. And if you're listening and you know someone who's a vet, just remember Vet Life Today. Vet Life Today. V-E-T-L-I-F-E Today dot org 
and uh, pass that info on, maybe post it on your social media page, get the word out there, make sure your friends and family members know about it. Because, uh, boy, it sounds like a great effort, and we couldn't uh, be happier to have you on the program, Josh Parrish. Thank you very much, and good luck next week. Thank you, sir, and thank you, ma'am. Right. We appreciate it. No, you're welcome. We'll be in touch, okay, buddy? All right, 929, we're going to take a break and come right back. We still have trivia, another chance for you to win tickets to see Darius Rucker in concert. And uh, next, we're going to talk to Cam and all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Single ladies, all the single ladies. <laughs> on uh, a new way, it's actually been around for a while, but you may not have known about it, a way to attract and keep a man <laughs> when the great Michigan weekend continues here on news talk 760 WJR. Welcome back everybody. The great Michigan weekend here on Saturday. We want to announce our hungry, uh, hungry Howie's hero of the week. And uh, this is where we ask you to write us and tell us about somebody, you know, that's done something kind of nice, just a random act of kindness, maybe something heroic, and it's very simple, just like this letter that came in to say, I just want to say my husband, Ed Olson, is my hero. He's a hardworking man who has worked for MNP Corporation for 38 years. Oh, my and, gosh. Yeah. Been the best dad to our boys, always helping out school, sports, band events. He always puts his family first. He's there for us every minute when his dad was dying from cancer, Ed would pick his dad up out of bed and carry him into the family room so he could spend the day with all of us. He uh, has shown his boy how to be a good man and uh, become a great dad. We love Ed with all our hearts, and that comes in from Lisa. So that's how it works. Just write a simple story about why somebody you think is a real hero in your life. And for Lisa and for Ed, we've got some Hungry Howie's pizzas coming out to you. Uh, large pizzas with one topping. Enjoy those. I'm sure you will. And if anybody out there would like to get in on this, it's the Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week contest here on WJR. Just write us at hero at wjr.com. Hero at wjr.com. It can be as simple as Lisa's letter or as complicated as you like. And uh, we'll pick another winner next week. All right. If you're a single lady, here's <laughs> uh, here's some advice. Yes, I am. <laughs> on how to attract a man and keep him for as long as you'd like. And it, it might be something you already do. You just didn't realize how significant it is. And that is laugh at his jokes. Aww. There's a new study out that says it's very important for men. This is how <laughs> this is how insecure <laughs> and uh, less <laughs> developed we are. Yes, than, than the female <laughs> sex. Uh, it's very important to a guy that he be considered not only funny but mm -hmm. funnier than you. <laughs> so. Uh, if you're a female comic, you're in real trouble, I guess. Yeah, you're you're doomed. <laughs> but for the rest oh. of you ladies, and you may have already thought this, that uh, it, your guy really appreciates that when you laugh at his jokes mm -hmm. or when you say, oh, you always make me laugh. Uh, yeah. That means a lot to a man. It really, really does. In fact, for men, it's so important 
not only do they want to be funny, they want to know in their heart that they are funnier than you are, even though you were <laughs> funny too. You're just not right. as funny. Right. <laughs> so they talked to a whole bunch of couples who had been together for seven years or more. And this came up as a top thing. They said, that mm -hmm. if you want to please your man, the best way is to, you know, tell him that he's funny and uh, laugh at his jokes, even though a lot of them are dumb. Like dad jokes, yeah. Dad jokes, yeah. <laughs> Long-term romantic relationships, a sense of humor is a huge part of building and keeping that relationship. So you've probably known that about men, right? right? Oh, yeah. In, in fact, it's one of my prerequisites. Intelligence and humor. Okay. Like I can't, yeah, I, I dated a guy once, just like such different pages and I try to make jokes and he just wouldn't laugh at him, but he was not funny. So I couldn't laugh at anything. <laughs> <laughs> Way too serious. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that is, I mean, it makes total sense. And right. who doesn't love to laugh anyway? Yeah. And I suppose, you know, just naturally in the course of meeting people and hanging out with folks, you learn that uh, when somebody tells a joke or says something funny or is trying to be humorous, uh, mm -hmm. If you support that, even if it doesn't really make you bust a gut laughing, right, right, it goes a long way. Yeah, even I do love sarcasm. <laughs> too. Okay. So even no. that would have helped that situation, but nope. Well, I suppose if we turn this around, the worst thing you could do as a woman would be to constantly put a guy down and say, boy, you know, mm -hmm. your jokes are terrible or you're yeah. not funny. I, you, know, you, yeah. you think you're so funny, but you're not funny. That would probably destroy a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Funny is way up there. You have to, you just have to laugh. Right. That's a, that's a now, deal breaker. If, if, what do you do then if you're with a guy who thinks he's funny? Yeah. But he's not. It's either corny or it's dumb. Uh, yeah. Do, do you, do you support that? Or do you say, you know, I think that we're not meant for each other. Uh, yes, that's what I say. In, in even in a nice way, you don't have to say you just don't make me laugh. You, yeah, but yeah, you you dump them. <laughs> <laughs> you ghost them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Speaking of ghosting, I was amazed to read this week, and I'll put this in the category of "Stop the world, I want to get off." There's a new thing that uh, millennials are doing that I just find unbelievable we've heard for a long time now that uh, a lot of young people when they decide they don't want to see somebody anymore they ghost them uh, mm -hmm. you know you went out on saturday but then you disappear you never want to see him again so you just don't answer texts or emails or god forbid you pick up the phone you <laughs> ghost them you're gone mm -hmm. and it's very frustrating and it's rather hurtful well now mm -hmm. Millennials are ghosting their jobs. Oh. They decide over the weekend or, you know, any night of the week, you know what? Uh, I, I don't like this job anymore. Mm -hmm. Or uh, I got yelled at on Friday and that made, I didn't like the way that made me, made me feel. Or, uh, you know what? I'm not really fulfilled. And rather than go in and talk to your manager or HR, they just, don't go in. And then they don't answer emails or texts or phone right. calls. 
Right. They ghost the job mm-hmm. and disappear. Yeah. And then they sit in the parents' basement playing video games and hope something else comes along. They don't even <laughs> they don't even try to get a new job. Yeah, boy. I you know, I, I again I, I don't blame the kids for this. It's our fault. Um <laughs> yeah. you know, telling these kids they're special and uh you know, spoiling them for so many years and and helping them to avoid conflict. Yeah. And nobody likes yeah. conflict. It's terrible. It's, it's right. a very uncomfortable situation. But when you give people a total excuse to avoid it, mm-hmm. this is what happens. Rather yep. than tell somebody, I don't like working here. And I'm here's my two weeks. <laughs> right. Which actually, you know, we know from experience could turn into somebody like a manager saying, well, what what do you what do we need to change? Because we really like you, mm-hmm. or you're a good mm-hmm. worker. What is you want to be in a different department, or you want to focus? Because a lot of times they'd rather uh, make some changes and keep you than start mm-hmm. all over again. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, not only are they ghosting these jobs, they're not going in for a last check. They they don't <laughs> no. care. They don't need it because they live with their parents. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah. Holy cow! Ghosting mm. a job. I thought I'd, uh, I thought I'd heard it all, but that that one. Yeah, that's n- back in our day. We well, would never have done that. Think about where this is going to go in twenty years. Right. Okay. When when these young people are the majority and running the world, what's going to happen? Right. You know, you you go in for heart surgery and you find out the <laughs> surgeon ghosted you. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Nah. Decided- Peace I don't, out. I don't want to be in medicine anymore. I'm, I'm out. So, well, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. All right. Kids uh, these days. Oh, kids these days. Yes. 943. We're going to take a break. Come right back at you. We've got trivia one more time for you. And we're going to do a little red carpet report coming up next on the Great Michigan Weekend here on News Talk 760 WJR. Hey, if you're looking for things to do this weekend, you can always check out the Ingham County Fair. Frankenmuth is having their flower festival, mm. Chalk the Block, in downtown St. Joseph, which I <laughs> imagine means uh, taking that chalk and doing all kinds of art, artistic things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. Wayne County Fair in Belleville, up in Sheboygan, they've got their county fair. Grand Haven has the Coast Guard Festival, and in Battle Creek, they're doing corks and kegs. At the zoo. Oh, okay. That could be interesting. <laughs> That's a trifecta right there. <laughs> you know, share a glass of white wine with a monkey. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, red carpet report. Things going on in Hollywood. Uh, anything come to your mind this week? Anything catch your eye? Yeah, I thought something was so cool. Now, Taylor Swift, whether you love her or you hate her, uh, there was a story out this week how she gave $100,000 bonuses to about 50 of her truck drivers that haul her equipment or concert equipment across the country. A hundred grand a piece? A piece, yes. Wow. She, you know, that tour she's on is like mammoth. And I guess now they're going to go to Canada. Um, so she gave each truck truck driver... Um, and maintenance guy, $100,000 bonus. That is and, uh, I know. generous. Wow. I know. And she also gave um, like an unspecified amount of uh, money to the 
dancers and the caterers as well. The caterers, isn't that cool? That is very cool. Well, mm -hmm. you know, if you're raking in that kind of coin, it's a very wise thing. Right share, there. <laughs> share the wealth. Yeah. Because, uh, well, those people will never forget it. They'll feel very appreciative. Right. They will give 110% hard. Mm -hmm. on the job, which helps her. So, you know. Yeah. That is a very wise business move. Yeah. On I the part it. of Ms. I love her. Rift. <laughs> Did you see where uh, the big story at the beginning of last week was? And this has got to be ridiculous. And I think it was from people uh, in your old line of work in the weather business were saying that it, one of her West Coast concerts actually registered on the Richter scale as an earthquake. <laughs> Did you see that? No. Yeah. No. It was called a swift quake or something. <laughs> they said the crowd, the noise from the crowd was like a 2.2 on the Richter scale. Something. Oh, like my God. I don't know if that's. I, I worry about our little Taylor. I, uh, yeah. you know, she's, she's working so hard and I'm sure she loves it, but my goodness, every day for like three straight months, I, mm, I don't know. I hope she doesn't crack. Well, she seems pretty solid. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, uh, but... you don't read a lot about her downtime, but she, right. she, if she's, if she's as smart as we think she is, she's probably got mm -hmm. some routine built to kind mm -hmm. of balance that. I hope so. Anyway. Uh, yeah. some, some things that have to do with Michigan here and celebrities. Keanu Reeves is coming to Michigan, but not uh, to do a movie. It's his band, Dogstar. Oh. oh, I didn't know he had a band. Oh, yeah. He's been in this band for a long time called Dogstar. <laughs> uh, they've got a, their first album in over 20 years, Worth the Wait. Keanu and the band will be live at the Majestic Theater in Detroit December 8th. Wow. And tickets are already on sale. Uh, another celeb who's been spotted all over town so far this summer, Flavor Flav. <laughs> Flavor Flav. <laughs> yes. Uh, he was at a restaurant at Dearborn recently. He was posing with photographs and employees and fans. Earlier this summer, he was at the Grand Prix. He oh, was wow. at Taylor Swift's concert also. Wow. And he told the free press he is now a part-time Detroiter. So Really? Yeah. Does he still wear that clock? Was he the guy that wore that big clock around his neck? <laughs> is that him or somebody else? <laughs> oh, I, that was a fashion accessory that I expected to really take off. You know, a 12-inch clock around your neck. Right. Um, hey, you know how people seem to really enjoy uh, renting an Airbnb? Mm-hmm. Would you ever do that? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I did a couple of years ago. I Yeah, I'd, I'd still do it. It's a good way to go. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, for some people, it's so much better than a hotel. Well, there's a new Airbnb you can rent that belongs to actress Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, boy. Okay. Her Montecito home is up for grabs. She actually did an Instagram tour of the home, and uh, it's actually her guest house. <laughs> uh, but uh, they're already getting ready to start booking on August 15th. Wow. So you got a wood-burning fireplace, a pool, a soaking tub, a wine room, and promises that she and her husband will join the guests mm. for, for a meal. Okay. That's how much. Does it say how much? It does not say how much. <laughs> I'm but sure I it's... Imagine, 
that's got to be a lot of dough. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. What have you been watching on TV? Tell everybody about uh, the show we were talking about because you loved it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jim told me about um, based on a true story. It's on Prime Video and it's um, a serial killer, which isn't funny, but it's like a very dark comedy. It is so well done, and I loved it. I loved it so much, I watched it twice. (laughs) (laughs) I told Len you watched it twice. Holy cow. Well, it's only, only, what, eight episodes? Eight eight episodes, and the episodes, you know, to my joy, uh, are short. They're like maybe 35 minutes, but it's like the show, the episode is over before you know it. And it's shocking. It's funny. It's like there's murder, but... And it's gross, but it's all like a perfect little package. It's it's so out of the box. Like, also, I've never seen anything like that before. Right. You said it reminded you very much of another show you love, Dead to Me. Yeah, Dead to Me. Right. Yeah, kind of that, like, fast-paced, sort of zany, but, a, a, you know, a serious subject. Yeah. And then there's, like, plots that keep unfolding. I loved it. So good recommendation, Jim. All right. Yeah, the name of it is based on a true story that's the name of the Mm show uh it's got podcasts and and Mm -hmm. that whole community of of people who are enthralled with murder podcasts Uh, it's kind of it has a lot to do with their world yes and that the uh main guy who plays the serial killer he's beautiful he's he is absolutely (laughs) gorgeous he's gorgeous i'd let him serial kill me (laughs) he is he's a handsome man (laughs) he looks like somebody when you look at him and i can't remember this actor's name he's not a famous guy yet but you look at him and you go this guy could be a movie star yeah you know he's good good looking guy um all right that's a good one also uh the wham documentary Mm -hmm. don't laugh very good you will like the wham documentary right it is very good. It's it's um it's just kind of like in one word, sweet. You know, it's informational. It's a documentary, but it's just sweet. The re- relationship be- between George Michael and Andrew Ridgely when they were just starting out, and then they stayed lifelong friends. There's uh, one more that uh, we think you would like a lot, and our listeners might enjoy too. It's called the Beanie Bubble, <laughs> and it's all about the Beanie Baby Boom. But it's mm-hmm. not a documentary. It's a it, it's a drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has some light moments, and it also has some big stars: Zach Galifianakis, oh wow, Elizabeth Banks, and mm-hmm. Sarah Snook, who was in Successions. And it's all about the real story of the Beanie Babies and how that uh, came about. And boy, if you if you ever thought as a single or married mom. <laughs> that you have no power in life. You have to see this because those are the people who who made Beanie Babies a thing. Yeah, they were such a thing. Neighborhood wow. moms. And mm-hmm. it shows how that grew and became like a billion-dollar business. And yeah. also uh, how it kind of fell out of favor. But at one, yeah. point, at one point, truck drivers were painting over the cargo of Beanie Babies because moms were raiding the trucks oh my god 
So you, you see these truck drivers in a spray can. No way. Covering the logo that said tie. Tie, yeah. We all know, you know, from the Beanie Babies, the spraying yeah. over it. Uh, oh, my God. There was a, an 18-wheeler that crashed, uh, went sideways on a freeway and dumped out a bunch of Beanie Babies and stopped <laughs> traffic for six hours because people were grabbing them. It's, it was nuts. Are you making that one up? No, it's in the movie. Oh, my God. God, the oh beanie God. bubble is what it's called. Yeah, so yeah. check that That's one out. Funny, I will. Also coming up soon, only murders in the building. Have you been watching that? Season three is coming up, and uh, this year Meryl Streep joins the cast. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Uh, that's it. By the way, uh, the trivia. We almost got out of here without doing the trivia. Real quick question for you: What is the official name? Of the Henry Ford family estate in Dearborn. The official name of the Henry Ford family estate in Dearborn. If you think you know, 1 800 859 0957. 1 800 859 0957. First person wins uh, tickets for Darius Rucker August 10th at Michigan Lottery Amphitheater at Freedom Hill. All right, that wraps it up for us. Have fun on the water. I will. I can't wait. I was putting my makeup on in the commercials during the break. Don't forget your sunscreen. (laughs) Right. I got it. Your water wings. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, have a good time out there. The rest of you, we'll talk to you next week. Happy trails to you guys.